we can think about everything that God placed in our hearts, on our minds, due to any vision or dream, any kind of word from the kingdom regarding what the kingdom has brought in your life to come to pass. And I say has brought because it already has happened. And God talks to us in so many ways. But during this hour, this hour, this movement, God give me the word movement. It's called a movement, a powerful movement of God. And everybody is coming together. We have to know that in the world way, it looks like to panic. It's going to always be set up to look like it's chaotic. It's distress. It's confusing. It's trouble. But it's all because the answers, the solutions are always present for every problem concerning distress that's happening around us. It's supposed to look troubled without God. It's supposed to look distressed without God. It's supposed to look like things that are contrary to God as if it's not going to prosper. Because prosperity can only come from God. It can only come from above. And people are coming from everywhere. And it's such a desperation, such a desperation to fulfill regarding those who are in the body and aware they are son of God. Every single son of God has a passion. God has filled us up with a passion. Dealt to every man the measure of faith and everybody has a vision. That calls forth a passion to arise on the inside of you to fulfill what you have seen and heard and understand. And we have to understand it all. Know it all. But we have to be all in. All in. All in. Hallelujah. People are crying out. And their cries not always, Lord, I need you, or Jesus, be my Lord. They cry out to be, Lord, I hate you. Lord, why is this? Are you Lord? I'm confused. I need you. I don't want to be here. I hate society. I hate my life. I don't want to live this way. I can't stand. I'm frustrated being here in this middle realm. There are a lot of cries and it's coming from the middle realm. That's going up into the top realm, the highest realm. All because of the attacks that's coming in the last realm beneath us, the bottom realm. And both worlds have already met. The demonic realms and the heavenly realms have already met. But the difference is the top realm, the highest realm will always remain the highest. And that's why God giving us the highest heart's desire. His heart's desire. 
and he'd grant you the favor and still say, even though it's his desires, his plans that he placed within us, your greatest heart's desire. Because when his desire becomes your desire, you're filled up with such a passion that it becomes so great because you are so full. Cannot lose sight here as to what's actually taking place supernaturally. It's already here. The hunger is so much on our rise that you don't want to do nothing but fulfill. And not even fulfill for anything that pertains to only you personally. It's like that's the last to do. The first is everybody around you. What can I do to bring forth great change with these gifts that you have sharpened on the inside of me, Father? God's taking me in a dream. And all God is saying to me is showtime. It's showtime. Speaking to every person that speaks to him. Conversating with you day in and day out. Most of the time when we are asleep because we're not in the way. It's showtime. You came alongside with me. It's showtime. You believe in me. It's showtime. You give your life to me. It's showtime. You walk with me. You talk like me. It's showtime. You're aware of your true identity. It's showtime. You know that Jesus is Lord. It's showtime. You know he's the king of glory. It's showtime. He's coming to find his glory. It's showtime. You're not crying when it's not time to cry. Showtime. You know you in your morning. It's showtime. When it's your season, it's your time. It revolves you. It involves you. But guess what? It's bigger than just you. It's showtime. All that you can ask or even think above all is showtime. God is really giving details as to what you are really here to do. Because we cannot confuse the giftings with the anointing that's placed upon your life due to the calling for others to hear God in you. That assignment is a magnet. It's magnetic to problems. And problems are connected to people who receive the problems. And it looks like things are getting worse in the nations, in the communities, in politics, social lives. But it's actually better because now they're starting to open up. I need an answer other than the one that I've been telling myself. I don't know how to cry out, but I'm crying. Everybody don't know how to just go to somebody and ask for help. But we crying out though. Mercy never been more rich as it is now present. Mercy. Grace, strength, might, power, glory, honor. It's not about you. It's not about me. 
So don't be on your knees or lifting up your hands saying, Father, help me. Father, deliver me. Father, spare me from what's happening around me. Father, me. Father, me. Father, mine. Father, this. Me, mine. No, Father, them. Father, they. Father, he. Father, she. Father over there. Father to the left. Father to the right. North, south, east, west. Father. Focus off of me. Focus off of you, Father. Hallelujah. God is really putting names by calling them out by name what we are actually here to do as individuals. God taking me in a dream, letting me know it's showtime. Metaphorically speaking, many of the times we say, playtime is over. Out of the playpen, out of the sandbox, it's showtime. To symbolize what I mean, the sons of God are on the shore and getting ready to go in the deep end, taking risks, going in the water, going far beyond. And nothing by any means can ever swallow you up. God had me to reach out to an old childhood friend and to mention a person's name and come to find out that person just went home last night. And that person keep messaging me because they cannot believe the power of God that present. I need to follow you because I don't know what to do. And I'm going to tell you like this. People that know you or related to you may not see the significance to a higher degree as others who do not know you. When I used to go out and minister, I get more of a response for those who never met me than those who already know me because they don't see me naturally as God see me spiritually. And there's no harm done. And not, you know, intentionally trying to do those things on purpose. It's just that they, they know you, they see you. That's like a celebrity being next to a family member. Oh, we know you. We know you. Hallelujah. The presence is very powerful right now in this hour. It's no way that I can't go further than this. Right now while I'm talking to you, you also. I never felt what I'm feeling right now on the inside. It's like I woke up, we wake up to a higher dimension. And if you're not aware, you're not aware. 
Open doors. Open doors are our reality. Cannot take things personal personally. Cannot be in your feelings. You have to really be a representation of a new creature. Because too many of us has took that stand to stand like Christ, but then make a terrible decision to decide not to. And it turns many away. Is there anyone who is really like Christ here? Because people are moved only according to our fruit. And we are aware of the fruit. God say, discuss the dream. I see a whole parking lot filled with all these vehicles. This is way beyond what we can ask or even think. I'm trying to tell you. Just different ways that God have us to travel here to spread this good news. I was in a mall. And God kept taking me in and out different places regarding every nation connected in this one place. And everybody was in this mall was from a different part of the world. And everybody was panicking. Calling out things they see on the news. All kind of weather attack. They were calling out every form of destruction. And they were so scared. And all of a sudden, God used me to speak up. Listen up. Don't be afraid. We need each other more than we ever have before. Let's stay together. Yeah, it's time to connect, but know what you're connecting to and know the purpose of the connectivity. It has nothing to do with just you. It's not even about your social status. It's about heaven's status, heaven's reality, being married to the kingdom of God. Everything is put on record. Everything has always been recorded. Know that it's bigger than you all the day long. Know why you connect. Not just to eat. Not just to laugh and speak. Not just to go out for social gatherings. You have what they have. They have what they have. They have what they have. They have what you need. You need what they want. They want what you have. You have what they need and they want. That iron shoppers, that iron. Every joint supply. Supply. Join to supply. Build. Rebuild. Crumble the things down that need to crumble down. Know the difference of the times. And we can only know if the focus is off of us. Because let me tell you something. 
I saw it as connections, connecting to people to socialize because God is bringing us together to, you know, be better as a family. But he just spoke to me. It's so much more than that. You have gifts of the spirit that you operate in. So do I. We need to come together and do that. And see what happens when we come together and do that. I speak in unknown tongues. Tongues, somebody here to interpret it. I lay hands, somebody's here for the healing. To release God concerning healing. Working of miracles. Wisdom, knowledge. I cannot be skilled with the gifts of the spirit and not use them when there are opportunities by present. And God has shown me today how serious it is, how serious it is, how serious it is. Why he have us to come together? It's not to say I connect to someone, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Now I know a person that I didn't know before. So what do you do with that knowledge? What do you do with that wisdom to even go out to embrace? Release that miracle sign of wonder. Release healing present. Because how many in your presence need that healing? Need that miracle sign of wonder? And everybody's not going to always open their mouth and say, I need a miracle. I need a sign. I need a wonder. But they're letting you know because they showed up. They don't need God. They wouldn't have showed up. People drive miles and miles to get one word because many only think they can only receive it in one way. The purpose of giving tithes and offering or giving, period. It's not to think about it only in one way. Because my father's now speaking very sharply to me. And many of the time he's saying, your money you can actually keep. Because I'd rather have you. I need all of your heart. I need all of your mind. I need all of your soul. I need all of your strength. I need you all in. I don't want 50%. I don't want 75%. I need you in. Not sometimes, not most of the time. I mean every time. Let your life be laid down for me to do what I want to do freely, which I already done actually. Money you think I need, you can keep. Does not say not to give. But give me you first so I can show you how to give. Why is it so necessary to give and expecting nothing in return when it comes to your cheerfully giving? Graciously, wholeheartedly giving. It's not to identify problems in people. It's to identify the problems because of the purpose. (sighs) 
It's not a game. It never was. And I was in this mall. And people were beginning to look at me. Some were still scared. Some was deciding they were just, you know, they're going to keep thinking the way they want to think. And majority of them was like, I'm going to listen to what she's saying because she is right. And then many people start looking at how many people were joining and they want to get also and, you know, get inside of what's going on. They want to be a part of it. I can't say the game because we usually say get in the game. And that's good symbolically speaking. But God doesn't say things like that. Because God don't see it funny when it's not time to laugh. Because people have no idea what happens when they choose not to serve God. Many don't understand what actually happens when they sometime with their love walk. Don't know what it actually looks like to go back and forth with flesh and spirit. To not be committed to their yes unto God when he's faithful at what he does due to who he is. Many of us don't know how precious the blood really is. When you wake up, Satan hates it. There's nothing he can do. Food cannot do for me right now. Nothing can do for me right now. I have to be that in tune to do everything that God has of me right now. It don't matter what it is. I am all in for it. Right now. And all these people all around the world gathered up to hear what God had to say through me. There was another dream right after that. I was at another location where people all around the world meet. And God had me to speak again. He had me to speak again. We have to stop being jealous over giftings. Stop being jealous over God's glory. Because that's what it looks like to God. Jealous of God's glory. Sometimes God can use somebody so much and we can feel like, you know, some type of way about the glory of God. Be glad, not mad. We got to really check the attitude. Is it still the old man or is it the new? Because new don't act like what's of the old. Are you willing to be used at any given time? Then be open, be available at every, in any given time. Simple as that. That's how God starts. With your availability, my availability at any time. Can I use you at one in the morning? Can I get you up to do a dance at two in the morning? Regarding humanity, regarding circumcision, meaning consecration, from an old covenant, for those who be aware of a new covenant, for those who've been living in traditions, century upon century, decade upon decade.
someone emailed me. And it was a, a huge list of people all around the world wondering, what does this statement even mean? And this gentleman from, I forgot what part of the country, I mean, of the world, he stated, is Genesis 15, 6 being corrected? Was it mistranslated? And he was comparing King James to all the other translations. Because King James is more seasoned. But King James is not the first version. <laughs> There's three more books before King James. Let's just show you about the generation when people began to really seek God. When King James was about because we all grew up pretty much all for King James. That means that it was our grandparents due to their parents' time to talk to them about the goodness of the Lord. Because I don't hear anything before King James. <laughs> Hallelujah. But there are many encounters that God has personally visioning us by visiting us to release unto us before time even began. <laughs> Hallelujah. Seriously. And the statement in scripture was. Paraphrasing. The, the time when God called. Abraham away to count the stars. But before he told him. To go and count the stars. God told Abraham. I'm going to give you a son. And God said. Is it going to be from my own? Because I, I don't, I can't have any children. I have not get my, got my wife pregnant yet. And God said, your child will come from you and your wife. Come with me. And he took him on a walk. Look up in the sky and count the stars. That's how many descendants you will have. That's how many children you will have, Abraham. He didn't just make him a father of Isaac. Not even just Ishmael but a father of many nations. That means that legacy lives forever <laughs> because we are eternal beings and we are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We can look at our bloodline naturally all day and night, but when you look at your spiritual bloodline, ooh, God, my God. Oh, God. Oh, God, your presence. Woo, God. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> Woo. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got to be available to release fruit. You can't release what you don't have. So you got to bear more to release more. You got to know that you are here on assignment and your assignment is very important, which makes you important. And that's why God pursue us so much because you are important. You are worth somebody else receiving God. You understand? You are worth the blessings and favor of God over your life. And God is, you know, faithful at what he does. And for him to be with us every day, 
Oh God, he just came and sat down. God. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Woo. I've been giving speeches in my dream all night, all across the world. Many Mercury signs and wonders were present following. And I'm going to tell you like this. When I used to just look up to God and pray out loud, animals also draw near. I used to be so afraid of that. So I go inside and do it instead. <laughs> I mean, ducks from ponds I done been to. I, I, I got witnesses. <laughs> we used at a women's conference. We were in Florida. And I thank God how I got that invitation. Because I was in between paychecks. But I was not in between faith. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I gave my birthday back over to God. That was my 25th birthday. And I said, God, what can I do for you on a day that symbolizes what can you do for me? Because it's my birthday. But what can I do for you? I give it back over. And God said, I want you to make a poster and parade it up and down. What do you want me to put on the poster? That I always forgive. And I walked with that poster from 4th Street Southeast all the way to 7th Avenue Station. Got on the train. Got off that Miller Road Station. Walked up Branch Avenue. And by that time, it was time for me to go to Ancestry Prayer. But before I got there, I stopped at KFC across the street from my home church. And I realized I had on white tennis shoes and they got very dirty. And I didn't want to go to ancestral prayer with no dirty white shoes. So I politely went to the bathroom and cleaned them. But God had to really remind me, you know the reason why your shoe is dirty? <laughs> because you just won so many people back to me. I mean, people from the Sam's car wash, the giant seen that poster. And it wasn't that big because I'm not even that tall. And they saw it. They was honking their horns. My God, it was one man. I'll never forget. He rolled that window down. Smoke came from all directions. He was like, what church do you go to? Right here. This one. I need to go. For you to be out here doing something like this, I got to hear what's going on up in that house. One lady said, you need some change? No, I don't. You out here doing this for what? Because God asked me to. So you're doing this for free? You don't want nothing in return. God told me to. And I'm glad to. The tears was getting to be able to clot in her eyes. She put the change back in her little, uh, what you call it, the ashtray in the, you know, in the middle. And she was like, God be with you, sister. May the Lord be with you. Because when you don't care what it takes to be used, that's when God really can use you. Because you don't care. How you look, how you sound, where God have you to go, and who God have you to meet. Seriously. It was not easy for me to walk around Good Hope Road during the time of the first of the month when really it's huge drug transactions going on. And those guys who could have literally shot me down because they didn't know who I was in their first defense. She got to be the feds. They instead cross to the other side of the street of where they claim belongs to them and gave me that space. Go ahead. Submitting to the authority. 
of God on the inside. God can hearken any heart. Somebody can have you on their mind to do something defiling or disrespectful, but God can hearken their heart that it never get done. To sit you in front of somebody who wants you shot dead, but instead they'll make you a cake because there's nothing they can do about the glory of God upon your life, but submit to it. And if God can hearken a heart that's hardened, there's no need to fear. Hallelujah. Are you serious about what we're doing here? Because I am. I am. You know what it looks like in the vision God has quickly given me? That many people are all across the world are in the deep end and don't know how to tread water. Don't know how to float up to keep themselves on top of the water from sinking to drown. And they're crying out. Just like those people did who disobeyed the voice of Noah. And they mocked him and they laughed at him. Yes, you are being laughed at. Yes, you are being mocked, said God. People laugh at you. People look at you for how you naturally appear. But that's not the final answer. Because there's nothing no one can do but submit to the glory of God that's on your life. Regarding every lie that was spoken, every negative deed that was done. God using you to bring them back. You have to have an, a ready steadiness attitude that I am willing to show mercy. I am willing to be patient and kind. I am willing to be gentle. I am willing to re release and receive more peace and command to be still. I am willing to walk in love. I am willing to be faithful. Have to be willing. Are you willing to do what you do and do it best? At its best, are you willing to do what you've never done? Just because we're not in a covenant that's behavioral based, does it mean that you don't have to fast due to how you conduct yourself? Spiritually, fasting is not for something naturally. It's a spirit-to-spirit -spirit encounter, heartfelt passion to put down natural food just to receive more spiritual food. To release everything you receive spiritually to manifest in the natural. Hallelujah. We can't lose sight of anything. Yes, I am so glad to connect. 
But God woke me up to let me know the value of the connectivity. Being a, a power source. Being a plug to put in the circuit. Having wires to connect. Being recharged. Revive. It's not just people of God coming together because we are aware that we are people of God. No, it's for people of God to come together. For miracles, signs, and wonders to be present for those who don't know. Or those who are afraid to find out. All it is, God is telling me that people are just afraid of an outcome. They're afraid of taking matters out of their own hand. They're afraid of failure being present. Because of a lack of trust. Because of a lack of love. Because of a lack of patience. Because of a lack of faith. Because faith produces patience. And patience brings forth manifestations. But a person who don't exercise their faith doesn't have the knowledge to release that upon themselves. So they're in panic mode. Because many of us being taught or have been told we have to take care of ourselves, great care of ourselves. And that's why we make so many investments regarding our future to make sure that we be successful. But the world's success and God's success are totally different. Because the world's success, you have to work for it and earn it. But God is already afforded unto you. That's a major difference. Hallelujah. If you saw the, lo the looks on these people's face where I just came from out of a dream. And this was a lot of things going on. I mean, buildings crumbling down. We have to hurry up and get people out in time. Things blowing up and helicopters all around and tidal waves going far up and touching almost, the, you know, heaven. <laughs> so many things. It's like the, one of the planets fell out of position. And God was showing me my assignment specifically. Wait! Like I was a microphone. He all stopped and listened and began to change their way of thinking. So what are you here to do? It's more than just having a license to carry a firearm, a license to drive a vehicle, machinery, engineering. It's more than just opening a business, running a company, teaching at a school, performing heart surgery. You understand? Because you have to realize those are great. God was even speaking to me about community helpers. A lot of it is said to be a contradiction because the officers are being trained to protect 
and serve. So, when people more and more give their lives over to God, and it be less crimes, and less murder, where does it put them in a place of employment? Even those who are aware of the healing working power when it comes to these terminal illnesses, like the MRI, CAT scans, and all these facilities that treat or try to come up with, you know, a cure for cancer, AIDS, terminal things. And if those things that people wear that does not exist due to what they're calling forth, which is the blood, where does that put the doctors and the physicians when you are aware that Christ is your physician? For the lawyers and judges, when people become more aware that God is our judge, He's our defender. He's our batter. He's our Nisi. So we're not going to put ourselves, we're going to be wise to not be in the situation where we have to be defended because we was walking in offense. Where does that put their employment? You understand? So God was really pretty much showing me some places of employment are only seasonal. <laughs> My God. Because during the hour of glory upon glory present, they're going to also operate in their true identity. Not saying that they're not aware. Not saying that doctors will not be present, but it will not be for anybody going home prematurely who are aware that they will not lay their life down when it comes to their health. You understand? People that have been falsely accused, put on trial, being falsely convicted. And many other times the judges don't even apologize because they wasn't the one to convict them. Because they wasn't even present to do so. But it doesn't matter. Behalf of the judicial system, we want to apologize for having you in this penitentiary for over 20, 30 years for something you never did. A million dollars has not even come, come close to all that you had to go through in that prison cell day to day for something that you know you didn't do. Many have been executed for something that they didn't even do. Electric chairs put to death by lethal injection. God had me to study all these things and research all these things. Why for such a time as this? Because justice is present. They're more focused when it comes to capital punishment, far as in the category of those who are on death row. They used to grant you favor when you can pick whatever you want to eat for your final meal. But now they changed the law when you can only eat the prison food granted. Because they said it was too much money being wasted. People saying they want a whole pizza, a lobster, naming everything they can ever think of. Because they don't have to pay for it. Say last meal, give me three gallons of soda, juice, water. A 
Let me get a thousand buffalo wings. Solid. Two quarts of ice cream. That a human body can't even take down all at once. In a half an hour to eat it. And many people, when it was closer and closer to the time of their, you know, being put to death, naturally, they lost the appetite because of what's about to take place. Someone ending your life and your, your hours are leading up to that time. So they didn't even want what they were requesting. So they decided to stop that. You just eat with, you know, what the prison is eating. Because many would say, I don't want anything. After they ordered all that, came to, came to like a thousand something dollars that no one has touched. We have to show mercy. You know who God had me to pray for all this time first? Those who are mostly rejected. The murderers, the rapists, the arsonists. Names that God never given them, that the world has thrown on them, and they kept speaking things into their life, and they became that. That's why, when politically speaking, when politics think they could come in a society to put new buildings, new condominiums, and try to dress up a community, a school, to make people feel like they are part of society. But the thing about it is, it's not the surroundings that could cause them to be changed. You got to speak, speak change into them. You got to get them to change their way of thinking. Because how many streets and avenues you see that look dressed up, but the activity is still happening around. Because people kept calling you a thug and you would be nothing but a thug. So that's why you on a corner acting like a thug. People say that it's mothers that only take care of the kids that fathers keep leaving. Fathers are no good. And that's why they're departing because you're speaking it into their life. Words have power. God spoke overall. Choose life. The power of life and death is in the tongue. He didn't just say your tongue in the tongue, period. But the difference is for a person who knows their tongue due to what they say and know how to hold their tongue because of the power of God and they're who they know who they are and they know who their God is, those words that's spoken over them that's not of God, they don't receive. But for those who are not aware of who they are, they receive those words. These young girls don't do nothing but get pregnant. Fast tail. And that's what you're going to continue to see. Hallelujah. Because we're speaking it. There were over 3,000, 4,000 people came over here illegally. But legally <laughs> accepted in Texas and the governor sent them to D.C. Deal with it. I'm not dealing with it. And many were upset. And these are the, the things that God had me to hear that he hears. These are the cries in some people's hearts. If people keep coming over here, what does that put the citizens? 
Many have said when Obama was in the presidency, when those African kids came here on the boat, they had him to send those kids back. So how come these people made it through here in Texas and from Texas to D.C. without even a form of identification? So there goes a passport not being present. And many are upset about it. They had Biden to call forth the National Guards. They didn't answer. Mayor Mario Bowser called forth National Guards. Didn't answer. Denied it. I don't watch the news, but God has the news to find me because I know what to do regarding what I hear. Nothing wrong with the news, but it's something wrong when you panic, when you watch, when you confess what you see and don't call things that be not thought well. And what happened is that God, I went to God regarding what I heard. And God quickly shared with me, when things are out of your control, when things are out of your control, <laughs> when things happen out of your control, and not me per se, out of anybody's control, when things happen that never happened before, that's out of your control, it's glowing present like never before. This is far beyond the most nation continent that has the most diversity. And I thank God for it. Because when you look at everybody, when we come together from different nationalities all across the world, you can help me with this. I can help you with that. We could collaborate together. Hallelujah. I told God, I don't want any more wine here unless you release a kind of wine that's okay to my spirit, man, from this day forward. And what I mean by that, let me clarify that for real. When Jesus turned the water to wine, it wasn't no extra substances, no chemicals, no mixture. It was the exact one day I set my fruit water in a closet. It had no ventilation there. It was very closed in, very hot and dry in there. That's an environment that vineyards are present, that type of climate. And months later, I went back and forgot all about that drink because we cleaned the closet out and I seen it and I opened it. I don't know what made me want to taste something like that. They've been sitting. But when I taste it, guess what? It turned to wine. The hotter it is, the more faster the fruit produced wine from sitting in the heat like that, in a dry climate. But if it's connected to a vine, due to growing on a vine, you have to water it. But this was fruit that was already picked, soaking in water. Just like sitting in a cucumber in vinegar turns to a pickle. And I said, oh my God, I just made wine. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But when I go to the store, and when I have went to the store, 
You look on the back of the label, it tells you how much alcohol in the wine. And I say, wait a second. So I Google the most expensive bottle of wine. And I think that wine was like probably $500,000. It got some more than that. And guess what? It still had alcohol in it. Like 10%, 20%, 15%, 12.5%. So I say, Father, when you go to a real vineyard, when they don't put no chemicals or no mixture or pour no alcohol to, you know, polluted, that is the real wine. I don't want what I was getting. I don't want what I was getting. So if you have me to drink that, which you never said it wasn't okay to do, you have to bring me real wine. Seriously. I don't want that man-made, handmade, artificial brand of wine that's not even wine because it's been contaminated. I drank one ounce of a glass of wine and I couldn't believe it was a different brand and I couldn't believe that it was wine because it felt like I just drunk a shot. The devil is a liar. You understand me? Whoever opened themselves up to be used, he would definitely do so. The same way God go above and beyond to keep our feet from being moved, he prance around like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. All the day long, never stops. Now imagine that, had he take the time or take the time and say, you know what? Forget it, I lost. Let me stop trying to devour them. Let me just receive what I, you know, cause upon myself and not trying to destroy them. Yeah, right. That wouldn't even look right coming from Satan, now would it? Exactly. And it wouldn't look right for God to walk away from us, now would it? Exactly. It wouldn't look right for God to give us a promise and it don't manifest, right? Exactly. I don't get rid of distractions to attract more distractions. Neither are you. Hallelujah. Embrace the supernatural much more and don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. Because that is your reality. Eternally. This is my time for now. I thank God for you as you thank God for me. Greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you.